Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 142, five podcasting updates you need to know about. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting and using Audacity. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I've got five things that you need to know about have been updated for podcasters out there. And the way this works out is kind of odd. It's not quite a countdown, but the version numbers that I'm going to share with you are a countdown. I'm going to talk to you about PowerPress 5, Libsyn 4, WordPress 3.6, Audacity 2.0.4, and subscribe, social subscribe and follow icons 1.1. So we've got a nice five to one countdown. And you can get these show notes for this episode, as well as the links to all of these tools and references that I make over at the audacity to podcast.com slash one four two. So first one, PowerPress 5.0 just recently came out and this helps coincide along with the release of WordPress 3.6. But I'll talk more about WordPress in a moment. PowerPress 5.0 is really cool. And they've made some great updates that work really well for advanced podcasters and beginner podcasters. First thing that you'll notice, if you start a new website with WordPress and you add the PowerPress plugin and you start setting up your podcasting with PowerPress, it's now a lot easier because they present you with a simplified mode so that you can set up your podcast using fewer options, not having to dig around for things, but it shows you just the most important information up front. And it displays this to you in three steps. And only one of those three steps is something that you have to do inside of PowerPress. So the first step is uh, configure your settings. Second step is create a blog post with a podcast episode attached. And then the third step is submit your RSS feed to iTunes and other podcast directories. And it helps guide you through each of these steps a little bit. But the first step, the settings, you're familiar with PowerPress probably. You have multiple tabs and there's now even an extra tab for setting up your podcast. But you would see these multiple tabs and it could be confusing to go through and try and figure out which of these do I need to just get started instead of trying to dig through, toggle things back and forth. Well, now they present you with all of these most important settings to launch your podcast on a single screen. They give you about nine different major settings to choose from, and each of these have sub-options that you can pick from. Uh, Some of them do. But your number one option, then this is great. You will love this. They added this to PowerPress at my request. You can now set your podcast title, the name of your podcast. That's what your podcast will be called in iTunes, in in any program that reads the title from your RSS feed, from your podcast-only RSS feed. You can now set that inside of PowerPress straight from your regular default PowerPress settings. You don't have to have a custom podcast channel in order to change the feed title. This would be if you're using that podcast-only RSS feed, which this simplified mode will give you that feed. It's usually yourdomain.com slash feed slash podcast. So you can now set your feed title. This is great, for example, if you have my awesome website is the name of your website, but your podcast is 
My Awesome Podcast. So now you can change that title and it's right there for you. You also have the iTunes program subtitle, iTunes program summary, iTunes catalog, iTunes uh, the advisory tag, the explicit tag, the iTunes email address, iTunes image, your cover art. And then you have the options for how you want your media displayed above the content, below the content, or disabled. And if you want your media player displayed inside of WordPress excerpts. And you have the option right there. And this is all within the simplified interface on a single page. You have the option to change into what I would call compatibility mode, where it says having issues, and then you can switch one of the options there. And it helps put WordPress and PowerPress into kind of friendly mode in case you're having certain theme issues. And it does fix certain things that you might run into with certain websites and certain setups with themes. But those nine options are presented to you on a single page inside of PowerPress now. So it makes it a whole lot easier and a whole lot faster in order to launch your podcast when you add the PowerPress plugin to WordPress because your most important settings are right there. And if you want to, you can switch to the advanced mode and you can switch back to the simplified mode. It's up to you which way that you want to use it. Of course, I'm going to stick with the advanced mode, but this is really handy for getting your podcast set up and launched right away. And then you can go back in later and dig into the more advanced features. So now let's talk about the advanced features that are in PowerPress 5.0. The latest version as of this release is 5.0.1. And in 5.0, they added several great features. Well, like I already mentioned, the podcast title can now be set within your default podcast feed. You don't have to create a custom channel. You can create it. You can work with just the default feed and you get the option to change what your podcast is called in iTunes and other podcast directories as long as you're using that podcast-only RSS feed. If you just use My Awesome podcast.com slash feed and submit that to podcast directories, then that pulls from your website title for the name of your podcast. But if you use myawesomepodcast.com slash feed slash podcast, that's a podcast only feed and that's what PowerPress is adjusting for you. So you can change the title to whatever you want it to be. Also, now the feed episode maximizer is available on your default podcast RSS feed. You no longer have to activate channels for this feature either. The feed episode maximizer will optimize your RSS feed that if you have 100 episodes in your feed, feed episode maximizer will display the full content for the last 10 episodes of your RSS feed. That would be your full show notes, whatever you're sticking in your RSS feed for all of those posts. It would display all of that in your latest 10 episodes. But anything older than your latest 10 episodes, so your other 90 episodes, would be displayed with the bare minimum that they need in order to appear in iTunes and be searchable with the keywords and all of that and the subtitles that each of those episodes would have and descriptions. So this means that you can get a lot more episodes in your RSS feed without having to switch your RSS feed from full content to the short, the summary mode. You could still have it in full content mode, use the feed episode maximizer and use your podcast only RSS feed. And then you can have a lot more episodes in your podcast. And this 
is available to your default podcast feed. So that means that you no longer need a custom podcast channel to set up or change your podcast title, and you no longer need a custom channel to change the option of your feed episode maximizer. This means that most of you out there no longer need to use custom channels because these were the two things and the only reasons that I really recommended using custom channels unless you were getting into releasing an audio format, an HD video format, a standard definition video format, that kind of thing. That's when what podcast channels are really designed for. And now you can focus on using them for that type of use. But using them for just enabling feed episode maximizer and changing the podcast title is no longer necessary because you can do that in your default feed. So I've been going through my websites and setting this information in the default feed and deactivating custom channels when I don't need it because that's one less place I have to go to look for information. And it could prevent you from being confused of if you need to change your iTunes description, do you change it in the custom channel? Or do you change it in the default feed? Well, now you only have to worry about one feed if you don't need custom channels. And again, custom channels only if you're using or distributing multiple formats of a podcast like video and audio like I do with the Audacity podcast. Also, there's a new tab inside of the PowerPress settings, and this applies to everywhere you would see these tabs. There's a new artwork tab, and this puts all of your different artwork settings under one tab. This is really handy because it allows you to see that your artwork needs to go into several different places. And you can upload your iTunes image, which is 1400 by 1400, as well as your RSS2 image, which we recommend at least 300 by 300. It doesn't have to be the full 1400 by 1400, but somewhere around 300 by 300 or 150 by 150, somewhere around there would be okay with the RSS2 image. And you now have the ability to upload your episode or set your default episode level image. And I'll talk more about that in a moment. But this artwork tab then makes it easier for you to see your artwork needs to go in these places instead of having to switch back and forth between tabs. Because before, the RSS2 image was under the Feeds tab, and the iTunes image was under the iTunes tab, and the episode image support wasn't even there before. So it's nice to have these things under one place and makes it very easy then if you have to update your cover art so you know they're all there in one place. PowerPress 5.0 also supports episode images. And episode images, another thing that I raised to Angelo Mandato, the excellent developer of the PowerPress plugin, and he works for Blueberry. I I talked about the episode images with him, and this is something that iTunes or Apple has started prioritizing more. You know, I assume, about the podcast-level iTunes image that you need to have. This is the 1400 by 1400 image, and it's what displays to iTunes in the podcast directory. And when people find you, this is what displays. If you want to display episode-level images, that would be something that changes for each episode you're looking at, still releasing MP3s or whatever standard format you're using, but you want a different cover art for each episode. It could be as simple as your cover art says episode 5, episode 6, or maybe your cover art has some image that changes for each episode, whatever the case. If you want to do that, the best, the primary way to do that was change your ID3 tags for each file that you upload. 
But the podcast app for iOS didn't always respect this. It would often default to using your podcast level or show level image instead of your image from the ID3 tags. That's where episode image comes in. For quite a while, the iTunes spec has included an iTunes image tag for not only your show as a whole, but also your individual episodes. And this is in your RSS feed, not in your files, but in your RSS feed. So the podcast app will look at your RSS feed and pull the show level image for displaying your show as a whole. And then it looks for these episode level images to display for each episode. PowerPress 5.0 now supports this. So you can tell it that you want to use as a default your regular podcast cover art for the cover art for every episode. Or if you go into the advanced options of PowerPress and go into basic settings, there's a new option that you can enable called iTunes episode image field. And this means that every time you upload or attach a file to your post inside of WordPress, you now can have a new field that is your iTunes episode image. This is very similar to your media URL field or the media file size and duration, those kinds of fields. When you're creating a new episode, you can upload or attach an image to an individual episode. This shows up in your RSS feed so that then the podcast app for iOS will read this and display this when someone is listening to that particular episode. But you do still need to add your ID3 tags in your files to make sure that it's the most compatible because not every podcast program out there will read the ID3 tags, or I'm sorry, not every podcast program out there reads the RSS feed for the episode level images. In fact, iTunes on desktop will look at the ID3 tags But the podcast app from Apple for iOS devices reads the RSS feed for the episode images. So now you have that ability easily to customize that on a per episode basis. Also in PowerPress 5 are a couple new features that might be confusing and also might be really amazing for you depending on your needs and how you have your website set up. Those options are now taxonomy podcasting and post type podcasting and someone out there has probably just screamed victory over these things these two options present you with new ways and new incredible extremely extensible ways of podcasting from your website first let's talk about taxonomy taxonomy is Very much a a very high-level way of organizing your content on a WordPress site. Your categories are parts of taxonomy. Your tags are parts of taxonomy. Your post types are parts of taxonomy. Your post formats, like asides, images, and some of those other formats, are now also part of taxonomy. So what you could do with your custom taxonomy on your site is... If you are running multiple podcasts on your site and you have a unique tag on each of them, so you put all of your podcasts in the same category and you put them all in the same RSS feed, use the same channel, all of that stuff, but each podcast gets a different tag. So maybe you have five episodes that have the tag 
of Once Upon a Time, and then five episodes that have the tag of Under the Dome, and five episodes that have the tag of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. So all of these might be in the same category, same RSS feed by default, but now with taxonomy podcasting, I could say, create a podcast RSS feed from this one WordPress tag. So if I told it Under the Dome, it would grab only those five episodes that have the tag of Under the Dome. So this is a great way that depending on the kind of content you're releasing on your site, you could create a whole bunch of podcast RSS feeds, unique podcast RSS feeds, without having to create separate categories on your site. This is great if you want to have just a podcast category, and that be it. Everything related to all of the different podcasts that you run on your website are all under the podcast category. Well, now, instead of having to create your subdivision and subcategories, you can have your tags be your RSS feeds instead. Not everyone out there is going to use this, and if you're wondering, should I use this? Then the answer is probably no. You probably don't need to use this. If you've already wanted to create an RSS feed from just a tag, then this is a feature you'll probably like. And this can apply to any kind of taxonomy that WordPress supports. The other option that they added, kind of similar but not completely, is post-type podcasting. A post-type is something that you can set up in WordPress, but you have to have a plugin or your theme to activate these things. And here's the important thing. WordPress does not have it make it easy for you to just enable or add separate custom post types. A plugin or theme has to do that for you. And if you change that plugin or theme to something else, then it will make those custom post types completely disappear. But an example that you might find with this is a church website would have custom post types set up from either a plugin they're using or maybe the theme that they're using. And those post types might be sermons. So that's where they go to upload their sermons in these custom post types. And then they organize their custom post types into mini series and different categories and such. Well, those custom post types aren't regular blog posts. They may look kind of like blog posts, but they don't appear in the regular posts section. They're considered a different custom, a different post type. So by default in WordPress, your post types that you have are pages and posts. Pages are the static content, like your about page, your contact page, that kind of stuff. Those are pages. Your posts are your blog posts. Your custom post types can be something else. So you can now create a podcast feed from custom post types. So if you're your church and you're using a sermon custom post type, you can now very easily turn that into a podcast RSS feed. This also works great if you want to power a podcast from your website without publishing the podcast episodes into your RSS feed. I know I've worked with some clients who wanted this. They didn't want to run their podcast from their site, but they wanted, I mean, they they wanted to run their podcast from their site, but they didn't want the episodes to show up on their site, or they wanted to do some kind of fancy listing with them. Custom post types allow you to do that. And now you can add podcasting onto those custom post types very easily with PowerPress 5.0. So some really cool features about PowerPress 5.0. And if you have any questions about these, then you can contact Blueberry about them, or you can email me feedback at the audacity to podcast.com. And I'll pass that on to Blueberry and get more clarification on each of these. And I'll have a link in the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash 142 
that you can check out the official announcement from Blueberry about PowerPress 5.0. What it also includes, I almost missed this one in talking about this because I was excited about these other feed options. It also includes a new media player that you can use on your site. And I do recommend this new media player. It is the MediaElement.js player. And you can find examples of this player by going to MediaElementJS.com and you'll see what it looks like. It's really nicely designed. It is a really fancy player that is HTML5. And if HTML5 isn't supported, it falls back to Silverlight. If Silverlight isn't supported, it falls back to Flash. If Flash isn't supported, then it falls back to a link to the media file. So this player is extremely compatible and it's extremely extensible as well because you can use CSS. I know I'm getting geeky here, but you can use CSS or you can hire a web designer like me to customize your CSS for you and change the way this player looks. You also get a very consistent experience with this player and how it looks on these different devices. And you can customize so many things about this player. It's really awesome, really cool. And this is also the same player that's incorporated into WordPress 3.6. So the MediaElement.js player is a really nice addition and is great for mobile compatibility. And it looks great on your site too. It will do things like it scales. You may notice a couple issues if you try to put your podcast player next to an image but if it's above or below the image you won't notice any problems but if it's next to then you do need to just add a little bit of css in order to make sure that it doesn't cover your image that it's next to that's a horizontal thing but if it's above or below vertically your image then it won't be a problem so that's the media element js and all of this and more in PowerPress 5.0. That's number five thing. Number four thing is Libsyn 4. Libsyn has been pushing out cool updates to their website that if you go to just Libsyn.com, you've seen this really nice redesign and they're getting mobile friendly now too. Well, they're bringing the same design approach to the customer side of the experience. So if you log into your Libsyn account right now, you'll notice that the domain would be the word 3.libsyn.com. But once you're logged in and you select a, a show, if you have multiple shows on Libsyn, once you've selected a show, you can change that URL to the word 4.libsyn.com. That's F-O-U-R dot And you'll get to see a preview of the new Libsyn interface for customers. And this will be mobile friendly as well. So this will be a great way for you to be able to check your stats, update things, uh, fix issues with your podcast from mobile devices as well as from your computer. The interface looks great. And if you're a Libsyn customer, I do recommend log in, pick your show, and then go to 4.libsyn.com and check this out. Not every feature is working yet because some of the features, if you click on it, it takes you back to the normal interface but some of them you can see the preview of it, and they're still working on this, but it looks really good. And in fact, I think this makes Libsyn quite a bit easier to use because some of the features were a little bit hidden or a little bit confusing of what was what based on their old design, but the new design makes a lot of things a whole lot easier to understand and a whole lot easier to find too, like destinations. 
working with destinations in Libsyn version 3 was pretty difficult and it didn't look that great. But in Libsyn 4, it looks a whole lot better and it's a whole lot easier to understand visually because of how they've designed this. So it looks great. Log into your Libsyn account, pick your show if you have multiple shows, and then go to four.libsyn.com and you can check that out. If you're not a Libsyn customer yet, please use my affiliate code NOODLE, N-O-O-D-L-E, in order to get a free month of Libsyn hosting of any level when you sign up. So that's number four, Libsyn 4. Now WordPress 3.6 has been released fairly recently, and I haven't noticed any kind of compatibility issues with WordPress 3.6 with themes or plugins. That doesn't mean there aren't any, so make sure you back up your site before you upgrade to WordPress 3.6. If you're looking for a backup, by the way, I recommend Backup Buddy, which you can check out through my affiliate link, theaudacitypodcast.com slash Backup Buddy, if you want to check that out. That's what I use for backing up my sites and my clients' sites. But do backup before you upgrade to 3.6. But I haven't noticed any issues with it. The main things that 3.6 brings to your site Uh, Four basic things that are the most important things to most people out there. One is an easier revision management feature. Revisions in WordPress 3.5 and older versions were a little bit odd because you had these checkboxes to check mark and it it just wasn't that intuitive or obvious of an interface. In 3.6, that's now a lot easier to you can slide around to compare your different revisions and choose which one that you want you can very easily see what the differences are i really like it i think it's great the menu editor is also a lot easier to use inside of wordpress 3.6 and it's more accessible too so if you are visually impaired and you've been trying to use the menu editor inside of wordpress 3.6 now makes it a lot easier to move that around and even if you're not visually impaired it's a lot easier because You can see if I click this, it will move this menu up. It will move this menu down. It's a lot more obvious now instead of having to drag things around and figure out what's going to happen and trying to think about it. Also, WordPress 3.6 includes a built-in native HTML5 audio and video player. This works very, very easily. All you have to do to get the audio or video player on your site is you just put a link in your post to the media And WordPress then turns that into an HTML5 audio and video player. And in fact, this is using the same MediaElement.js player that PowerPress is using. And that's built into WordPress 3.6. This is not a podcast feature necessarily because this only adds an audio player to your page or your post or a video player. It's not creating a podcast RSS feed. That's why you still need PowerPress. And I still highly recommend it because of all the power it gives you. That's why it's called PowerPress. But this new feature does give you great feature uh, abilities and ways that you can use this. I've used this or something kind of like this before. If I wanted to give multiple audio samples of something, I did this when I recorded an episode with both the Electro Voice RE20 and the High LPR40. I recorded the exact same episode, but then later on in the show notes, I put a player to just the PR40 version. And in order to do that, I had to create, I had to use the PowerPress shortcode to put that player in. Well, now you can just put in a link or the URL to your media file, and it goes in there 
and it turns it into an HTML5 audio or video player for you for certain formats. That works great. It, it looks really nice too, but it does not replace PowerPress if you're running a podcast from your site. This is more your supplemental audio or video, or if you just want to put something in without making a podcast feed from it. The fourth major update in WordPress 3.6 is some improved integrations with Spotify, Radio, which is R-D-I-O or Rodeo or however you want to pronounce that, and SoundCloud that now embeds these different players quite a bit easier. It's very similar to how you may be familiar with embedding YouTube videos where you can just put the YouTube link into a post as its own paragraph and then it would display that on your page as a player. This is very similar. Now you can do this a lot better with Spotify, Radio, and SoundCloud. WordPress 3.6 also has some nice things that it locks a post if multiple people are editing the same post or trying to edit the same post. That's handy, but I know most of us podcasters are the only ones working on our site, so it might not be that useful to you, but definitely is useful if you've got a site with multiple contributors. So that's update number three. Number two, since we're counting backwards on this, Audacity 2.0.4 just came out. Thank you, Audacity team, for doing this before I recorded an episode of the Audacity podcast. I've got the list of the major updates in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 142. But in short, they have now replaced the Gverb plugin for if you if you want reverb that now under the effects menu is reverb and it's based on a plugin called freeverb this is a bit more powerful for adding reverb to your audio to give it the sound that you're in some kind of room or auditorium cathedral anything like that you can also now choose from the view menu to go to the beginning or the end of your selection and of course you can use keyboard shortcuts with this as well and if you're working with multiple tracks and you want to quickly put one track at the end of another, there's now a command for this. Under, under the tracks menu is the align end to end command, which moves these things for you so that your two tracks are then beautifully aligned. The end of one starts the beginning of the other. And then if you are exporting WAV files, you can now use album title, track number, and genre in the ID3 tags for the WAV files. That's not all that important, really, but might be to you. If you're on Windows, this is big. This is a big feature. If you are on Windows, that it now supports on Windows Vista and later that you can record your computer playback audio inside of Audacity without any extra plugins, any extra tools, any extra hardware, anything like that. You can record what you hear inside of Audacity. It's, a, it's considered a loopback input. So you're looping back into Audacity what you're hearing from your computer. This is huge because Windows, with Windows Vista, they made this so hard. And on some computers, it seems even impossible to record what you hear through your computer. But now Audacity added this in as a feature. It's You have to go to the device toolbar and choose the Windows Wasapi, which sounds like something from a Japanese restaurant. You choose the Wasapi host from the device toolbar. This is Windows only. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised if some point they release this for OS X as well, because OS X actually has a bit easier of a framework in place where you could do this. But this will be huge for Windows users who want to record whatever you're hearing on your computer. You can now do that in Audacity 2.0.4. There's also a fancy thing for the WDM and KS uh, host, which is some technical backends to the audio interface that uh, you can adjust some of the latencies there. And there have been several bugs fixed, keyboard shortcuts fixed, equalization curves fixed, and the change pitch pitch had some bugs that they fixed, and several other things. And you can see the full release notes. I've got a link in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 142. But I think the biggest thing, if you're on Windows, the biggest reason to upgrade to 2.0.4 is this Windows Wasapi host in the device toolbar because now you can record your computer's audio which will make it extremely handy for all of you that are on windows that is and then the last update number one i wouldn't necessarily say it's the number one thing but my own plugin social subscribe and follow icons has a new update i updated it to version 1.1 and made some significant changes in this i've got some more significant changes planned but if you want to purchase this plugin, you can go to theaudacitypodcast.com and slash 142 and click the link in the show notes there, or go to subscribeandfollow.com and purchase this plugin. I, and many people have been very happy with this plugin and using it in really cool ways. But some of the changes that I made in this plugin are number one change in this is you'll no longer get the double characters in certain environments like accessibility uh, apps or RSS readers, where you would see something like F Facebook or T Twitter or uh, exclamation point iTunes, that kind of thing where you're seeing extra letters right in front of the word. You won't see that anymore. I fixed that. So that's no longer there. And it makes it more accessible too. Consequently, this means I had to drop support for Internet Explorer 8, but Internet Explorer 8 is pretty old. I may still go back, if enough people need this, I may still go back and switch some things to have a backwards compatibility mode for that. But uh, Internet Explorer 8, no longer quite supported. It, It still kind of works, but the icons just won't display on Internet Explorer 8. So that's why I'm saying it's not full support for IE8. And the back end is also now a little bit more accessible because it's no longer doing those things like T Twitter and uh, exclamation point iTunes. So the back end is now a little bit more accessible, and I have more work to do there to make sure that it's truly accessible for visually impaired users. And I've added several new networks at the request of many users. You can now use icons for TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blip, StumbleUpon, Instagram, Dribble, Goodreads, Etsy, and GitHub are all now supported inside of social subscribe and follow icons. So you can add those links as either your regular uh, use of the plugin, or maybe you can add these links as individual buttons on your site because of the awesome ways that you can use the short code. And I also updated the LinkedIn icon so it matches the other icons a bit better. And I reordered some of the icons into more logical formats like podcast, video, social network, photo, and specialty icons. As of yet, you can't reorder the icons yourself 
but I know you want that. It's the most requested feature and it is coming. I'm working on it. And if you're a PHP and jQuery developer, I'd love to talk to you about uh, possibly helping me with this, but it is coming and it will be there eventually. It's just not there quite yet, but hopefully this organization of these icons makes a little bit more sense for you as it's organizing these things into these different formats. And you can check that out at subscribeandfollow.com or if you've already purchased subscribe and follow, you'll see it in your WordPress updates that you can update to version 1.1 and get all of those those cool features. So those five updates are PowerPress 5.0, Libsyn 4, WordPress 3.6, Audacity 2.0.4, Social Subscribe and Follow Icons 1.1. You can get this full list and all of the relevant links at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 142. And I'll tell you about a bonus. This is extra thing that I've been working on that now all of the Noodle Mix Network podcasts, which you can get to from noodle.mx, All of them are now mobile-friendly. They're separate websites, mobile-friendly. I've used the latest version of the Genesis framework, WordPress 3.6. I'm working with SAS and Compass. All of this cool stuff on the back end that makes it a whole lot easier to quickly implement these themes, update these themes, and make them look very uniform across the network. Even some of the TV show fan podcasts that we have, like Once Podcast or our new podcast in the network, underthedomeradio.com. You can check out these themes. They're mobile-friendly. They look great. They work really well. And it's really easy for me to work with on the back end as well. Even the forums for our Once Upon a Time podcast, which are powered by BB Press, even those look great on mobile devices and as small as an iPhone or an iPad, whatever. So you can check that out by going to noodle.mx and clicking on any of those podcasts there or just visit any of the domains. And I always include the links to all of the other podcasts in the show notes for each episode of the Audacity Podcast and all of the other podcasts. So check those out. I'm pretty excited about those and they are cool. So nice to be mobile friendly. And I mentioned that I built this on the Genesis framework. That's the the same framework that all of the studio press themes are based on. So if you go to the audacitypodcast.com slash studio press, you'll see all of these beautiful WordPress themes, and many of them are being updated very quickly to be mobile friendly and compatible with Genesis 2.0. And they look great, they work well, many of them are great for podcasters. And they have great support behind them. They're very popular, very extendable, too, if you're a developer or like to work with some of the back ends. And they're very inexpensive, too. All of the themes are under $100, or you can get this mega pack of all of them now and forever. But check that out at theaudacitypodcast.com slash studiopress if you're interested in getting one of your own themes, or you could consider hiring me to design a podcast theme for you. But please check out the show notes and let me know what you think of these recent updates to podcasting tools. What do you think of PowerPress 5.0 or Libsyn 4, WordPress 3.6, Audacity 2.0.4, or if you're a customer of my social subscribe and follow icons plugin, what do you think of these new networks? And is there any other new network that you'd like me to add to it? Please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 142. You can also email me feedback for future episodes of the Audacity to Podcast by emailing 
feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. You can also go to theaudacitypodcast.com on your computer or iOS device and send a voice message right from the website from the link or the tab on the side. I'd love to hear from you what you'd like me to cover in future episodes. I've got some cool stuff planned, including I'd like to know what are some of the mistakes you've made in podcasting. I'm going to share some of my mistakes that I made and regrets that I have in podcasting. I'd like to hear some of yours, too, that I could share if I have your permission to share them in a future episode. So I'll be addressing that pretty soon. And I've got some cool things to share, some encouraging things for you to know I didn't get it perfect the first time I started either and how I learned from my mistakes. Please also follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. And you can also call in feedback to 903-231-2221. Hire me for consulting, podcast cover design, website design, all kinds of stuff like that at the website, theaudacitypodcast.com. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools It's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcast to make you think, laugh, and succeed at Noodle. Dot MX. Like you can, can theorize over the TV shows Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, or Under the Dome, that's our newest podcast, underthedomeradio.com. You can learn how to be productive from beyond the to-do list, which right now has been floating at the number two business podcast in iTunes. Awesome podcast with Eric Fisher. Check it out at beyondthetodolist.com. You can also laugh with our clean comedy, get Christian movie reviews that teach critical thinking. You can build a Christian worldview, get some science fiction philosophy discussions, which that's new to the network, coming very soon as well, and more at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.